You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Eman. What is up, everybody? Your boy Eman from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with the weekly live stream. And as always, my staple mate, my man, my G Cricket. What's up, my brother? What's up, man? How you doing this week, man? I had a rough weekend on the gridiron, but we'll survive. How you doing, my brother? Uh, good, man. Good, man. I we were talking off camera. You know, we, uh, I said, you know, I, I stayed off college football this week because I am not a pro like you. And this is my first year when I really started betting consistent in college football, but I know when to like fade myself and stop doing it. And I just go back to my bread and butter in the NFL. So, uh, I did that. And I, you know, I, I, I had two rough weeks in the NFL, you know, like I told you, I'm a big parlay guy, man. I'll play four or five parlays. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. And yeah. this week I decided to do like three. But I hit, you know, I hit a nice one. They were all pretty nice returns and doable. Okay. And I hit one out of three, which, you know, hey, not only like tripled my money, but at the same time, chipped a little bit into those losses for the last couple of weeks. So I'm trying to like finish hey. the season on a high. That's right, man. I like that. Yeah. I was telling you before we came on, man, I've got my head kicked in the last couple of weeks in college football. That's where I like to consider my expertise. I think I know too much about these teams sometimes, man. But yeah, I've struggled the last couple of weeks. I think I'm, I'm going to tell people maybe to start fading me, man. But you got to be careful because then I'll go like 13 and three one week or something like that but it's been a tough couple weeks for sure nfl not too bad but we'll come back man that's what happens you can't you know you can't you know listen man all the goats go on uh, uncalled tricks brother and then yeah. after that you, you redeem yourself because you were on a heater like out of nowhere the last two weeks ago yeah. so hey it, it, it's it's a thing it's gonna come back man when you i must be like a masochist or something to do so i played poker for years and stuff and now i do this it's the peaks and valleys man the peaks and valleys mm-hmm. so some days just better than others that's all you gotta be able to dust yourself off and get back at it Hey, man, we'll have another show about poker because I was myself a poker degenerate before I got married and had kids. Man. Okay, man. Like, yeah, I love Oh, I love dude, that, I was, uh, that was my thing, baby. Your boy, uh, I, I, uh, it was bad. We'll, 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 well, let's not digress. Let's, let's stick to football, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, we'll, we'll, right we'll, now, we'll have probably another show just about poker and degeneracy and uh, drunkenness and hitting, you know, and uh, blind racing. But uh, man, tight end week was wild, show, bro. That'd probably be a huh? great show, yeah. man. I think so, too. I think we've got some good stories, man. I mean, hey, I, I could share some stuff, man. All the way from Atlantic City to Florida, baby, and Vegas. I, you know, I'm. Uh, That's what I'm saying, man. That might be our claim to fame right there, man. That's true. <laughs> what do you think of tight end week, brother? All the goats, man. All the tight ends. Uh, get all, it, 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 it's, it's me what happens every tight end. Every every tight end week and every tight end day. Like, tight ends go off. I don't know if it's just, a, you know, something that just is planned or just coincidentally. I mean, dude, everybody. All the, all the big dogs went off, including, including my boy Darren Waller. I think, it, yeah, including him, man. I think it's in the stars or something. I got to know. I need somebody to release these lists to me when it's tight end day and all these things so I know before it's like actually the game's on and now they're telling me it's tight end day and this guy's yeah. going off for 150 and three touchdowns and stuff because you could have cashed some money. My and gosh. Even Hawkinson last night had a big night. Kittle wound up having a pretty good night. I mean, it was a tight end show this weekend, man. But, yeah, it was crazy. It was a lot of fun to watch some of these guys. These are big dudes, man. Big dudes. I mean, I would have put my money on an anytime touchdown in Andrews, Kelsey, of course. I'm going to take a big – I would have done Waller in there, too, just based on the matchup as well. I mean, Gasecki got into the end zone as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so there was yeah. some – I, I, I would have done some crazy-ass anytime touchdowns, just only tight ends. Yeah, that's – Nuts, man. I didn't even think about Gasecki. Yeah, it was a big weekend for the tight ends, man. It was a lot of fun to watch. But like I said, I need these lists released to me a couple of days before, man, so I know to pile on them. No, no, ab- absolutely, my man. Here, hold on a second. Uh, my boy, James from Fan in the Van, of course, he uh, he has to take a shot at Kelsey. Kelsey went off, and Taylor went off during the game in the suite, double-clicking her mouse. I absolutely agree with my guy. I, I cannot watch another handshake with her, 
Oh, Brittany Mahomes, and now that other dude, uh, his brother, I forget his name, the Mahomes guy. Uh, I, I just, uh, his brother, the, I don't even know his name anymore. You know, yeah, I don't I, know Mahomes his name. I, I, like I said, I'm so tired of this shit, man. It's been driving me nuts. They showed yeah. that handshake on every NFL show the other day, and it was a bad handshake. It was garbage. Yeah. I don't know why everybody's like, we, we need to learn this. We need, if you need to learn it, you're stupid if you learn it that shit was terrible and i'm tired of them showing her on football every Hell yeah, single week. if that shit was rehearsed it looked like yeah. shit and they should be ashamed of yeah. themselves if me and you are doing that in the skybox they're making fun of us we're on memes and everything gifts and all kind of stuff man get out of here with that shit the swifties thank, thank you jim jackson mahomes well jackson jack off my home you're right i think he's going through a case as well so <laughs> oh man but listen uh somebody that did not rehearse that rehearsed a handshake and you know did a little bit better than you thought was um what do you think of this kid, bro? This uh, badging guy? I mean, uh, the backup, Mr. Division Two in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Leading their team, uh, the Bears, to a win against uh, the Raiders. Not just a win. It was a shellacking. Uh, yeah, man, man, talk about a storybook here, huh? Here's a good trivia question for you, man. You know where Tyson Bajan went to college? You know, I saw it the other day because I tweeted it, but I, I don't remember now. Somewhere That's what I'm in the saying, man. I, I just saw the reason I saw it the other day. Nobody knew for this, like Shepherd College, man. <laughs> I think, I don't yeah, know Shepherd College. I mean, wow. Yeah. I bet you don't know where that is. I don't either. Hell, hell no, man. <laughs> but back to the game, man. This guy did what he had to do. Went in there, got the game ball from his coach afterwards. The Raiders yep. got to feel bad about this one, man. Because if you can mm -hmm. do it, I, mean, I don't know. He could be a diamond in the rough. Maybe, maybe he's the next Brock Purdy or something. I don't think so. But I don't think so either, but it's good to know. He got the job done. He ain't going to get much time. Justin Fields is going to be back, you know, mid-November, mid something like that. But, hey, kudos to this kid, man. He deserves credit where credit is due. Pat him on the back. He won an NFL football game. That's hard to do, man. Yeah, you know, he went in there, did not make any mistakes, right? Uh, 21 for 29, uh, you know, pick his spots. Deontay Foreman, we've seen him do this before last year with uh, with the Panthers, we know what he could do. Had a monster game on the ground. How all three touchdowns, you know, one receiving and two on the ground. That was the big story of the game. And you knew this was going to happen. And he actually won me a fantasy matchup because I picked him up this week with all of the bye weeks. I, uh, on one of my, uh, yeah, <laughs> one of my, he got me 30 something points, man. I, I paid, I, and I didn't overpay for him either, man. I guess everybody was full of, uh, Running backs in one of my leagues, you know, the one one of my fab leagues. And, uh, yeah, man, he actually got me over the hump in one of my, you know, one of my struggling leagues. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. the story of the line there. You know, yeah, this, Brian Hoyer, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't Hoyer, know why they didn't start Aiden O'Connell, but, you know. Why, why is Brian Hoyer still in the league, man? I don't know, man. Well, I thought this guy was gone three years ago, and then Jimmy Garoppolo's just <laughs> – not a very tough guy, I don't think. <laughs> and, you know, Brian Hoyer's come back, and he's giving give him credit, man. He's an older guy trying to do it. He ain't got it no more, man. He got to get out of there. Oh. They, they need to be – if I'm going to lose like this, I'm going to lose at least lose like this with my rookie, man, and let, let him get yeah. some earn, – earn, earn some stripes, you know, take some losses the hard way. You get hit in the mouth, you learn some things. I'm going to put him out there and, and take it before I'm going to put Brian Hoyer back out there. That was garbage. Yeah, absolutely. I think if uh, – and Jimmy's coming back, but the, the fact that I, I think they would have done a better job in getting a backup quarterback. I mean, why didn't they go after Gardner Minshew, right, and during the offseason if you knew you signed Jimmy? I, you know, I think you draft Aiden O'Connell, the kick and throw the pill, yeah. man. Let him go out there and find out. Find He might yeah. be your Brock Purdy. Go out, but you don't know if you're going to play Brian Hoyer over him and get 129 yards and two picks out of him. What, what's yeah. going to hurt you? Get out there and try to find out. That's what that's what San Francisco had to do. They said, we ain't got no choice. We got to play him. And they're yeah. lying in a bottle, man. <laughs> I mean, look, it was uh, he, he threw a pick or whatever the case may be. But, you know, at the end of the day, hey, it is what it is, bro. You know, one more thing with uh, Foreman, right? He was the first player in Bears history, franchise history, to have 350 
Uh, hold on a second. I'm in, I'm in the wrong spot. He's the first Chicago running back with two rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdowns is Matt Forte. All right. The man had a total, a total 120 wow. yard beast. That's I don't even know what kind of good, what running back was he, drop. but he had to be top five, right? Oh, uh, I'm sure, man. I'm sure yeah. he 30 points. Yeah, absolutely. It was top five. Might've been, I mean, he could have been number one this week. I don't know that anybody I, had a better game than that. You're right. He might be, he might've been number one this week. Yeah, Nakano looked like rabbit park. I said, um, Jameer Gibbs had like 26, 27 points. My bad. That's true. That's true. Jameer had a good game. Look, he, he, remember what we said about catching the football, right? That's what he did pretty much. Damn, he had a good, he had a good game. Week. Yeah, I mean, and that game is going to be is gonna be rough when we get to it, but we've got to get to it. Aiden O'Connell looks like Farba from Super Troopers drinking litters of cola. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's a good good analogy, man. That is Farba. a great analogy, Jim. I mean, my man is always he has he has a notebook full of them, bro. You got to watch cigars and sports if you really want to. I do. Really I do got to check y'all out, man. I do got to do that for sure. Yeah, he's uh he's he's a gem, bro. I'm telling you. I believe, right, it, man. Well, I believe it. Yo, listen, talking about a gem though, and you and you mentioned the Lions and Jameer Gibbs, the freaking Ravens, annihilated, annihilated, fucking it was annihilation of the Lions. Wow. I mean, dude, Lamar Jackson was playing like, I mean, I, it was a beautiful thing to watch Lamar Jackson pick apart. That is decent defense, right? It was Absolutely. insane. I tell you what, man, I got a, I got a new thing every, every week, the team, and this week it is the Ravens. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to fade them going to Arizona because every week this year in the NFL, we've had a team that comes out and we're ready to crown yep. them Super Bowl champions and mm -hmm. they're America's team. And it's happened with the Dolphins. It's happened with the 49ers it's happened with the cowboys and it's happened with the lions now man and every week we're ready to crown these teams and they get waxed especially if they're on the road next week but usually by now this game the ravens are a good football team so i can totally yeah. see why this happened but like you know when the cowboys went to the cardinals and all that stuff i'm telling you the ravens going to the cardinals this week they're only giving arizona six and a half that's a weird funny line and i yep. can totally see sprinkling a little bit on the cardinals money line but i'm at least taking that six points i'm on the cardinals this week in that thing because i think this is a bad big letdown spot for the ravens you know, and it's funny, the Lions went in there not getting enough respect, and now we see why, right? Well, why the Ravens you know, were the favorite, you know? I think I, this is just the NFL, man. This is why it's so crazy. All these guys are so good. And when you got Ross, Ross especially the Baltimore Ravens, they can do this to anybody on any given yep. week, man. They are that good. That's why they're frustrating when you watch them do shit like they did to Pittsburgh a few weeks ago when they should have won that game easily, and they wind up blowing it late just because they're, they're just not all on, all on the same page. But when they do, they do this, and they can do this to anybody in the NFL. Absolutely. I mean, and like you said, they mentioned the Colts. They did the same thing to the Colts. They, you know, they, they played a really, really yeah. bad game against the Colts and lost it. Uh, but, yeah. you know, with that being said, Lamar has probably one of the best games I think a quarterback can have. 21 for 27, yeah. 357. Three over, I mean, he was just spreading the ball with three passing touchdowns. I know two of them went to, uh, of course, his boy, man, the security blanket of Mark Andrews. Bro. But the way he was hitting, actually, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman even got himself a couple of a couple of targets here, even though he didn't do much of them. But it was good watching Lamar out there, only running when he needed to. Um, this is what Lamar has done throughout his career, man, going from just a strictly running running back, I mean, a running back a quarterback in his first year to being a complete passer uh, when he has the opportunity and the time. When you know, when Lamar Jackson is throwing the football like this, this is a tough team to beat, man. They got a, it is. They got a, a really they got a solid defense. That's one of the best defenses in the NFL out there. 
And when Lamar Jackson's doing this, this is a tough team to beat. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, all Ravens fans, get ready. You're going to be frustrated this weekend because you're going to say, how do we do that to the Detroit Lions last week and go out here and play like this against Arizona? I still think you're going to win the game. You probably win it, but it's going to be a closer game than you want to have to sweat. And you're going to be like, what are we doing? Why do we do that? But this is what this team's done for years now. But when they put it all together, Lamar Jackson plays like that, they're tough to beat, man. They are. They are. And, and let me tell you something. Lamar Jackson had himself a GOAT performance. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Don't cross that line. Go. Go. Brother, he's my GOAT of the week. I mean, I he is my GOAT of the week. You, Dude, I, yeah, you know why he's my GOAT of the week? Forget about the numbers, right? Four total touchdowns. 357 yards. First player in franchise history with 350-plus passing yards, three-plus passing TDs, one rushing. That's what you do, man. When you, when you set GOAT numbers, franchise numbers, league numbers, this guy right here gets my GOAT of the week. McCaffrey was a close second, but, you know, he, he did break, you know, a record. However, he didn't have a great day, as good of a day as Lamar Jackson did in my book, man. What do you think? I, I think you are right, sir. And Lamar Jackson's team won the football game, man. There so we go. I, I say that stat right there i'd say he'd probably be the first player to do that in a lot of franchises history yes. i don't know many that would have one of those guys that's a hell of a game man and as he should he is your go to the week and i like it yeah man lamar man i love lamar lamar's a hard-working dude man and uh he's, he's a really yeah. good dude uh, that doesn't get any issues he's a lot of people kind of you know are down love, on him because he didn't you know he didn't choose an agent or whatever but you know at the end of the day man he still got his money uh he's a he's a guy that does a lot for, i know him you know personally yeah. down here i know him a lot i got a lot of the guys that work for me that Went to high school with him because, you know, locally That's down awesome. here, I work in the field. He's from Pompano, which is right across the street. Okay. Every time he comes back home, dude, he he does a lot of things for the community. He invests in the community. And, uh, dude, he just comes back home all the time, and everybody and everybody knows him well. He's a, he's a guy. Wow. Of the, he's, a, he's a man of the people, bro, and he's a really good-hearted kid. You never, he's never, you never see him get in trouble. That's so, awesome, uh, I'm a big dude. I, I love him. I love his – they interview him after every Ravens game, too. Yeah. I love his interviews after the game. He just seems like he's so, so chilled. And like if he messes some up, he's just like, no, nah, man. I mean, I love Lamar, dude. I, I do. I've always liked Lamar since his days at Louisville. He's so, so much fun to watch, man. This yes. guy's the most, the best athlete on any football field he steps on. Has been probably most of his. I mean, I know all of his adult life, but probably all, all of his yep. life. And uh, life. I love watching Lamar play, man. And when he plays at that level, this 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 is a Super Super Bowl contender if he plays at that level. Yep, yep. And I'm not going to say much about the Detroit Lions because there's really nothing to say about the Detroit no. Lions in this case, man. Uh, they completely shit the bed. Uh, and again, you, you're right. It's a, Every time there's a hangover, there's a big performance. Miami does it. Has done it twice already this year. Like you said, the Ravens. Something happens the following week when everybody is ready to crown them you as like, the, 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 the team to beat. You want me to tell you what I think it is, man? I think you got you all think? these guys all in the media. You got all these teams. We're talking these teams up. We're putting them everywhere. Tell them, put them on a pedestal. Tell them how great they are. Mm -hmm. And these guys get to, they see all that stuff. They're reading all that stuff. And anybody that has stuff, good things written about it, you're going to read more of that stuff. Well, here's the simple fact of the matter. That's taking away from your focus for your game plan. Uh, you're, you're taking away from time that you need to be on the practice field. Not on the practice field, but you know what I'm saying? In the film room, doing the different things like that. When you're you're missing that time in there, you don't have the focus in you need. These are all these guys are all professionals. Doesn't matter if it's the best team in the NFL or the worst team. All these guys are freaks. And you go out there and you don't give somebody the respect that they deserve and the preparation they deserve. And I think that's what happens with a lot of these teams when they get told how mm -hmm. great they are. Man, they take a little foot off the pedal, and then you get smacked in the mouth. And it's usually what they need. They usually bounce mm -hmm. back the week after, uh, unless you're the 49ers. But uh, yeah, now the Detroit Lions are gonna be all right, man. They're gonna be all right. They just gotta regroup, so. and you got smacked in the mouth. You got beaten. Hey, this could be a Super Bowl matchup, man. Mm -hmm. 
They could be. It could be. I mean, they're due for one. All right, everybody. You know, there were the. There's been yeah. the sweethearts all year long, uh, including beating the, the the Chiefs in the first game of the season. So hey, look, they got they got they got. And, and look, no shame in losing against a team like the Ravens, right? Yeah. All right, it's better than being Buffalo and losing against the damn New England Patriots, who dropped 29 points on you. All right, that's. Now that's bad. Now that's a upset. That is, you might want to like put your head down. And honestly, dude, Buffalo cannot look this mediocre. All right, with uh, to be one of the, the contenders in the AFC East. All right, this this is uh, this is ugly, uh, and it's the second time of the year in the year that Buffalo does this kind of stuff. You know what I mean, man? Uh, this is just a bad loss. Just an unacceptable don't loss against it. a really bad team. Yeah, man, I don't understand this team, man. I don't get it. The way they, they beat the Miami Dolphins at home, mm-hmm. then they go to London and play look really bad against the Jacksonville yep. Jaguars. Then they come back home, and they didn't look great against y'all, man. Let's say what no. it is what it is. You didn't have your no. starting quarterback. They played you at home. They looked bad. They should have got beat in that game. Yep. Uh, then they go down to New England and do this, and the only reason this is terrible, I had the under in this game, under 41, man, and they scored like two touchdowns combined the first yeah. three quarters. And then scored four touchdowns. I didn't know the rate the Patriots were capable of scoring two touchdowns in the game. And they, they scored four combined touchdowns the fourth quarter and just flew over. But yeah, you this is a bad loss, man. You let him come down the field. You let Mac Jones lead him down the field. Had a pretty good game. I don't know if Josh yeah. Adams all the way healthy, man. Listen, it's it's uh I don't know. If I is. didn't think the Patriots were capable of scoring twenty one points in any game for the remainder of the season after no. like, you know, having streaks of like giving up seventy two points and only scoring three. That kind of stuff. I mean, they were at, they're averaging like 12 points a game in the regular season or something like that, uh, you know, before this game. That's a stunning part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. how do you let that happen, man? Especially in game on the line. Like, you tell me you let, I'm sorry, but you let Mac Jones drive down the field and beat you right there? I mean, hey, great win for the Patriots. Everybody counts. Yeah. Belichick got, hey, shout out to Bill Belichick, got his 300 win, man. That's a big deal. It's hard to win a single football game as an NFL head coach. That man has done it 300 times, been around forever. You can say what you want about Bill, Bill Belichick, but that deserves to be noted, man. Congratulations to him. That's all. Yeah, no, you have to give uh, his Belichick his flowers, even, and I think that's the reason why he's they're gonna let him play out the rest of the season. And I think he's been dra- he's been ramming this in these guys' heads. Guys, give me my fucking three hundred win, all right, before midseason, okay? Because I yeah. need, I need, you know, this is gonna be embarrassing if I if I'm like one and freaking, you know, ten, you know, by the time yeah. I get my my three hundred yeah, yeah. win, so <laughs> it's not even gonna matter. <laughs> yeah, I, it was I definitely a more like, uh, you better win soon, guys, because I'm 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 gonna go postal with somebody. I'm gonna let my dog yeah. on you. Yeah, I know. He, he looked like he was growing just more mad every week, man. You know, that that's, that's hard for a man like that. Done as much winning as he's, he's done. It's hard to lose like that. Yeah, it is. It is. It's hard to go to mediocrity uh, like that in, in the last, like, four seasons when you've always been the talk of the town. Oh, man. Mac Jones, decent game, two touchdowns, probably the best game he's had from an efficiency standpoint, uh, passing the football. I know he passed for 300 a couple of times, but, you know, 25 or 30 is probably his best completion percentage because he's been horrible. Uh, yeah. Nothing crazy about the run. You know, Dramondre, nine carries, 34 yards. Zeke found the end zone. Uh, I know. And, and again, just more of the same, right? There's nothing downfield. 63 for Kevin Bourne. I mean, it's like Kendrick Bourne. I'm yeah. sorry. Nothing crazy. Look, Ramondre has been used a lot in the passing game, and I think that's what they need to do, more like a um, like they do with Kamara. This is what Ramondre can yeah. do, and, and this is going to help you be competitive in, game, in games pretty much for the Bills. There's not much they could do, but that they could do well with Ramondre. 
Man, I see I see Pharaoh Brown's name on that list for receiving right there. A couple of catches, yeah. 51 yards. I didn't realize he, he was playing for them. And I like that yeah, guy back when he was at South Carolina. Back there, that guy was an electrifying athlete, man. I'd like to see him get more involved in that offense because you don't have that guy down the field as a deep threat. Much yep. like yourself and your New York Giants. We'll talk about them a little bit, but the same thing with Jalen Hyde. He got a little more involved yesterday. Yep. Hey, it opened up the game a little bit. Opened up the run game a little bit. Let's go. Do it more, man. Get these guys that got all that energy and all that speed. Get them involved, man. Make it absolutely, fun. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm not gonna go crazy on the Bills here, but I know they're 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 giving James Cook a hard time. But look, man, it, it, you know he had 56 rushing yards. He's been rushing over like 40, 40 something yards almost every game this season, getting the carries. This time around, they they you know he actually was involved in the passing game and scored a touchdown. They need to find a type of balance here, man. Um, and I don't know. They, I I have a feeling. Well, I don't have a feeling. They need to make a trade that's gonna help this offense. Uh. Because if not, it's going to be a lot of the same and a, a first round out in the playoffs when it comes to the Bills. You know, man, I, I'm not so sure they're making the playoffs. Not at this rate, man. I'm really yeah, not. That's a tough division they got over there. The Jets, you can't count them Jets out yet. You've already went to New England and lost at this point. It's true. Um, I just think there's a lot of problems up there. I see you if you saw the interview, the press conference with Josh Allen mm -hmm. after that game, but he looked like a defeated quarterback, man. And he's sitting there and he's you know, it's obviously it's tough times right now and all this different stuff. And there's a lot of rumblings going on around. And like I said, James Cook, I don't think he's real happy. You see him get a lot of opportunities that should go to him if he's mm -hmm. your the future. You know, they've been passed off to Latavius Murray, a guy, an aged guy mm -hmm. that's been in the league for years. I understand he's – but I think James Cook has been denied a lot of scoring opportunities. Maybe I'm bitter because he's on my fantasy team, but I still – think the guy should be more involved i like to see him the balance a little bit in the passing game but this is a guy i totally see getting traded somewhere and going wind up having a great career but i don't think they're using him right in buffalo yeah i think he has the potential i think there's a lot of things going wrong here there's turmoil in the locker room and we know yeah. that from the beginning of the year um i mean you got you got dig stefan dig saying after the game that you know i really feel bad when you know when i let my fantasy and my uh my fan, my fan, the fantasy, my, my the people that drafted me for fantasy and the part and messing up parlays or something like that it was a, a tweet Somebody quoted him saying that he, you know, and I'm like, oh shit, he's got to get investigated. He's talking about betting here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not him betting, but what the hell, yeah, man? You, you, don't put yourself out there like, like that, man. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I think the only way you would, I, I don't know, Stefan, but I think the yeah. only way you would be dumb enough to tweet something like that is if you knew your hands were squeaky clean. No, so, somebody <laughs> quoted him. He didn't tweet it himself. Somebody quoted him that they said that. So it's, yeah, let's see what happens. Oh, oh, shit. Then, yeah, well, it's my word against yours then. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, exactly. They, might, they might start looking, man. <laughs> Hey man, and I know you mentioned your boy Jalen Hyatt, but man, I am high. I, I like J you know you've been you've been preaching it all year long, and I and I agree with you. We need to let him lose. Yeah, it's hard to get him, but let me tell you something, dude. I think we we're almost there from a breakaway, you know, touchdown, man. Because he you know hit him deep a couple of times, all right, uh, and he opened up the that you know that drive where uh, Waller got his touchdown, man. But Jalen Hyatt again, the speedster, seventy five yards. Two touchdowns, five targets. I like that. I like, you know, I, I would love to see this more often, you know, target them, you know, more than four or five times. I'm saying, man, you got to get the kid's a ball player, man. Yeah. I watched him all the, the last two years at Tennessee. The kid is a ball player. He is a mm -hmm. burner. He's a sure-handed receiver, runs pure, crisp routes. Uh, I know you've had a lot of offensive line troubles. I know your quarterback mm -hmm. doesn't have a lot of time to let him get down the field. Doesn't matter if you run a 4-3 or not. But Tyrod Taylor, I don't know, man. Let me get your opinion, man. Just, I, I think Tyrod Taylor gives y'all a better shot to win than Daniel Jones right now. Right now, based on the last two games, he's yes, he has. He looks like he does. I, uh, I just think that the, the offensive line is playing a lot better. I, and it is uh, 
the big guys. And, and also remember this matchup it. with this matchup with the the um, the Commanders. It's it tailor, kind of tailor made for bad teams because the defense has been playing great in the last three games, right? And and you remember how has actually been more sacked than Daniel Jones. You know, right. their offense is even worse. So I think it's just a matchup. I, but don't get me wrong. Tyrod has been playing by the numbers on paper. Yes, better than the Danny Dimes. It's, and, and maybe maybe getting Justin Pugh, maybe getting him in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that does help that offensive line. Is Thomas back yet? I think he's going to be back week eight, if I'm not mistaken, or not. Okay. Something okay. like that. I, 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 know, I don't know how many times Tyrod got sacked this past weekend in this game. I didn't watch play this game. I'll be honest. I didn't get to. Yeah, I was watching Red Zone. And, yeah, my bucks were on, and I didn't get to watch a play. But, uh. I, I don't know that Tyrod doesn't escape that pocket a little better, give himself a little more time, and the offensive oh. line playing, playing better. We I you can't be short on four that. times. He, there was four sacks allowed by the Giants uh, and six by Washington. God, that's so still he's, way, he's still still way too yeah. many, man. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a lot. Man. It's a lot. The two teams are the two worst offensive lines went at each other, bro. And the one <laughs> yeah. with the slightly better line, which is not saying much by the Giants, boom, won the game. That's yeah. that's just that's just a story of the game. Yeah. One quarterback had more time than the other to throw. You know what I'm saying? This NFL football is so crazy because what? Mark my words, man. You're gonna see the Commanders. I don't know if they'll get the win, but they're gonna go back home next week. They're gonna play the Philadelphia Eagles. They're gonna be in that football game, man. Well, they were. Remember a couple of they're weeks. They're gonna ago. be in. They're, they play them again next week. Yep. It, it's yep. a, it's gonna it's gonna happen. They were they were in it in Philadelphia. They're definitely yep. gonna be in it down in Washington, man. And, and here's the thing: why also Tyrod has looked better. Remember, he has Saquon Barkley back. Saquon makes the quarterback whoever's starting in that team a lot better. I mean, absolutely, when you look at absolutely. Saquon's numbers, uh, he could just could do it all. You know what I'm saying? 77 rushing yards, right? Even though it wasn't a great yards per um, average, you know, carries per yard uh, under four. But however, look what he does. He caught a touchdown also. And you should have seen the move without reception. I mean, it's just him. Oh, bet, Saquon man. is just a major decoy where the play action just rolls well. That's why Danny Dimes was so good last year. You know how many of those yeah. play action bootlegs and Danny ran it for the first down or ran it in the end zone? So remember, Saquon hasn't played with Daniel Jones just yet, right? Remember, Daniel Jones yeah. went out against Miami and hasn't played in the last two games. So I think that's mm-hmm. why also Tyrod Taylor has looked better. Uh, I think the offensive line is playing slightly better, thanks to off the couch boy, uh, Pew. Yeah, and, um, and then, of course, having Saquon back helps, helps that offense tremendously. So I, I think that's been the reason why Taylor has looked better, in my opinion, as a Giants fan. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I'm not a Daniel Jones hater. I'm not ready to call yeah. for his head or burn uh, him at the stake or any of that stuff. Uh, I think he's been in a tough spot, and he, you know it's hard yeah, to throw the football if you can't stand upright. You get sacked yeah. 11 times in one game, that, that that break anybody's confidence, man. So yeah, I'm not I'm not against him. Yet. I like yeah. to see him get back and see what. I mean, obviously he's a much younger guy. He's a much more mm-hmm. gifted guy at this point in his career than Tyrod Taylor is. But, but Tyrod's nice. Tyrod, Shout out to Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Man. You, you could have a lot worse backups than that. That man's went out and gave you a chance. He gave you a chance to win in Buffalo and then won the game for you this week. Uh, that's, that's a great game by that guy. I mean, he's a, he's dude, he's a veteran, man. And he's yeah. a veteran that uh, can do what he's supposed to be doing right now. Your starting quarterback yeah. gets hurt, put him in there. Uh, you know, Tyrod is also injury prone himself. But however, man, he's going to give you those quality starts and wait until your starter comes back. So oh, ultimate professional, man. Exactly, exactly. This is a dude that's been in the league now. I, I can't believe he's been in the league now 12 years. That's, that's I know, like, bro. That's nuts, man. That's crazy. Seems like it was yesterday when I was with Tyra Taylor, you know, getting yeah. – I only remember him. Remember, he, he started for Buffalo, but he wasn't a starter in the team that drafted him. So Yeah, I, I feel like he's like my age or maybe like a year younger than me. Maybe. Like that, he's man. around that time. He's, man. Like I said, I'm 35, man, so he's been in the league for a minute. <laughs> 12 years, man, 12 years. 
And of course, man, you know, the Kansas City, another guy that's been in the league for many years has been Andy Reid. And finally, Kansas City, man, they step up to the plate every time they play the Chargers. And their offense was clicking this time around. And I don't know, maybe it's a thing that uh, even though, uh, what, Nicole Hardman, uh, you know, had a couple of nice punt returns there, you know what I mean? Wasn't involved too much in the uh, in the uh, in the offense here, but I, I think it's more like a moral uh, moral victory having having Hardman back. You know what I mean? But uh, shit, man, uh, they look good offensively. Yeah, man, they seem. Yeah, they seem to be uh, inspired by McCall mm-hmm. Hardman back in the locker room. Kelsey talked about it afterwards. Said he just brings yep. a lot of energy back to that team. You know, a guy that's been in that offense for years doesn't have to practice or any of that. He just he can fall right back in there and run most of the stuff they've been running for years. This is about the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. This is a, a team, but they were in this game. They, they were in this game, but I still think they got all kinds of problems. There's too many too many weapons. You got too good of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert's missing some throws, man. Yeah. He's missing some open guys in spots. He's done it a few times this year. I love that guy. I think he's a freak. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks. Has the potential to be mm-hmm. the best quarterback in the NFL yep. if it all clicks together. But he is missing some throws right now that are really costing mm-hmm. them in spots. And I think they got all kinds of problems. I think Brandon Staley's about to lose the locker room, man. I've said yep. all along. I'm going to keep saying it every week. I've said all along he would be the first coach in the NFL fired this year. I think it's coming, man. Uh, I think this is going to get worse for him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, look, Mahomes, again, go performance. I almost threw him in there with the go to the week. But the Chiefs are rolling regardless of not looking as great as they did last year. Six straight wins. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing, beating bad teams, whether they look bad or good. But this is one of their better offensive performances of the year. Patrick had four touchdowns, 424 yards. Him and Kelsey just went ham again. That's just, you know, what they do. I think they're like the fifth uh, – tight end and quarterback duo and like, you know, uh, touchdowns combined, you know, and, and connections. Uh, they're behind like Antonio Gates uh, and and Rivers. They're behind uh, Gronk and uh, Brady. And I forget who the other one is. I think the other one was Gonzalez and I forget who the, the quarterback was, but they're like number four now, man. And then like all the other guys got maybe 20 more touchdowns than, than, than this duo. But uh, I mean, shoot, they've been together a lot less than the other guys. So they won't quit playing football till they no. got that record. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. I hope, I hope that Kelsey can stay healthy. You know what I'm I saying? Say, obviously, Pat Mahomes yeah. got some more years than Kelsey yeah. uh, in front of him. There are going to be some years that Patrick Mahomes has to play without Travis Kelsey. That's just going to be part of yeah, it. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, but I think they're going to play long enough to get that record. Yep. Yep. And let me tell you something. Rasheed Rice is looking better and better week after week. All right. Another touchdown. Oh, I love that guy, man. Rasheed Rice is looking better and better. And, and, and I still think they need to pull a nice trade here. Um, I don't know, man. What do you, you think? You think Mar- you know Derrick Henry may end up here? Uh, would that be a a, a a a a you know? Would that be a move they they need to pull? Why? I, don't know, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. You'd have to look at salary caps and contracts yeah. and all that stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know how much room they got. I've talked to my guy yeah. Will. Game on, man. I've talked to him and see he's a, the salary cap guy and knows all yep. that stuff. But uh, I mean, that would be crazy. I, I don't know if that's the guy that would fit into this offense that well, though. That's more of a. You needed somebody that could catch the ball in the backfield. I don't think they used Pacheco enough. Uh, you see yep. a game like what he, he had against the Jets where he just looked mm-hmm. great. I know yep. he was in his hometown running like a man mm-hmm. on a mission, but I haven't seen that guy come back out since that game. And they do got to figure something out at the run back position, but I think the Kansas City Chiefs are just fine, man. I think these guys are just fine. You talk about Rasheed Rice. I think that's a guy mm-hmm. that, especially if you got some issues at wide receiver on, you know, Justin Jefferson on IR, some of that stuff. I think Rasheed Rice is the guy you go look at on the waiver wire and scoop that guy while you still can. Yeah. He is going to continue to get better. That dude's a football player. He's in a good offense, and the more rapport they build each week, he's going to get better and better. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next game uh, we got on deck here, uh, the Seahawks, again, did not look sharp against a really bad Arizona team. 
yeah, they won a 20 to 10. Uh, but man, I again miss opportunities here. Uh, Geno Smith is definitely not as sharp as he was last year. I know DK was out, but they still have enough talent, dude. You know what I'm saying, man, to blow this team out. Um, hey, they're, they're over 500 and they're a well coached team, secondary solid. Kenneth Walker III is having a hell of a second year uh, running back. And, uh, dude, that's what's keeping them afloat, man. That, that running game is, is is helping them out a lot. I mean, I know Metcalf was out, but I, I think they have enough. JSN and Lockett are good enough to be one and two punch. So I just see Gino. I don't see Gino Smith as comfortable as he was last year. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's still completing, you know, 70% yeah. of it. They didn't throw it that much. Kenneth Walker III, like you said, playing really, really well. Uh, doesn't have to throw the ball as much right there. This is a game, when you take a DK Metcalf out of a lineup, a guy that is that important to your offense, that important to your team, I mean, that guy is an absolute monster. He is a thoroughbred monster freak. And when you take him out of the lineup, I know you got other guys out there, Tyler Lockett and JSN, but they don't have the same type of game that DK Metcalf has. He's not that guy. DK Metcalf's an intimidating guy. He's the type of guy that can keep defensive coordinators up at night. So when you take him out, I'm not ready. Geno still had an efficient game. I know he threw the pick. But, yeah, you're right. You got to punch the ball in in spots. But I, Seahawks are another team that I think are all right, man, because Geno's, Geno's doing enough right now. And this 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 Cardinals, I'm, I know they're a bad team. I know they're one and six. But this has been well, a scrappy. scrappy Cardinals team, yep. man. They've been in a lot of these games they've lost. They've lost a lot of games by less than two touchdowns. So I, I don't think this is a terror. This is a good win. They still got 10-point win right here. They covered the spread. I had a minus nine and a half. Got that hook, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. But they're, they're not at the end there, where they kicked that field goal. You, were, I know you were happy because it wasn't looking. It wasn't looking good though, man. I, was like, I know, man. I know. Hey, clean living. I did get one to go my way this week, but yeah, I think the Seahawks going to be all right. But you're right. Got to get more efficient in the red zone. Yep. Got to punch in opportunities. Quit turning the ball over, man. So, so in wake and rake, we called Deontay Foreman, right? We said, "Yo, scoop Deontay Foreman." I think he's going to have a good a good game. Yeah. I think we did yeah. call it right, and yeah. we also call JSN. Jason Absolutely. Smith, 63 yards, four receptions, and a touchdown. Hey, that second one we called. I think we might missed another one that we might have mentioned earlier, but, hey, that's two that we called. Remember, these are two flex players, guys that were available in the waiver wire. Hey, man, they perform, man. So we're two two for two so far. That's right. You know, we can't pick them all, man. We Ain't nobody going to pick them all for you. But, yeah, I got to give credit for JSN to my guy David over at Genesis Mm -hmm. Fantasy, man. He uh, did the – TSS fantasy show with him and Jordan on Friday night. And okay. so David was preaching to me, man. He was telling me JSN's getting his first NFL touchdown this week. It's time. It's happening. It's a breakout week. And man, if he wasn't spot on the money. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, he did a, he did a good job, man. And I, I, I've been high on JSN all year long. I think I got him. I, I, I haven't dropped him yet. I drafted him and I've, and I've been stashing him in my bench. Yeah. Uh, Cause I have really good, good wide receiver. So real good. stash for having a dynasty league. Th- yeah, exactly, exactly, man. And uh, talking about a little bit of dynasty, man, the first time all year that I honestly saw Mad Canada actually called a decent game for once was this week. Uh, the combination that the Steelers, who they beat uh, the Rams, a really good Rams team, 24-17, bro, they, they ran the ball well. Uh, they passed the ball well. And remember, we said that watch how Deontay Johnson and Wake and Rake, how good and what a difference he was going to make. And even though all the touchdowns were on the ground, uh, listen, dude, the comp- they, they passed. They, they had a good game. Look, 107 yards receiving for Pickens, 79 for Deontay. All right, Najee had 15. And then on the ground, dude, 53-32 and rushing touchdowns. They look good. They look good offensively, even though it wasn't like a, 
a crazy ass barrage of points, but they look good offensively, man. For the first time, there wasn't any bumbleness over there or any screw up to play calling wise for Matt Canada, who's been all year long is messing it up. Yeah, man. We, you know, I've been high on this Rams team a lot. Me too. I'm building up to the year and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I think we might, it might be time to reverse our stance a little bit, man, because what has this team really done? I've seen this team, you know, this, this, is, a, this is a bad loss in my opinion. I know it's the it Steelers. Is. I know it's Mike Tomlin. But I expected more out of this Rams team. I need to see how they respond. But if they go down to Dallas next week and they just lay an egg and get just whipped by that Cowboys team, I know it's a good Cowboys team. I'm not a fool. But it's not a great Cowboys team. And if they go down there and they can't respond and they're not in that football game, if they get blown out in Dallas next week, I'm going to be done. I'm going to be done with the Rams, man. I think it's going to yeah. be get a lot worse for them. But if they go down there and they, they compete and they have a chance to win that game, they don't have to win it. But if they have a chance to win that game, then, I, you know, it'll be all right. But I got to see how they respond. You know, and, and I was worried about the running game, but look, Royce Freeman uh, and Daryl Henderson picked up the, you know, picked up the slack for not having Kyrell Williams, Kyron Williams. I mean, they rushed with 126, 27 yards combined, including a touchdown. So they both uh, played well. I mean, of course, Puka, man. I mean, this guy, this guy just keeps doing it. You know what I'm Puka. saying? I, I mean, think Puka. about this, dude. Puka is, uh, there's been wide receivers with multiple 150-yard games over the last decade, right? You know who they've been? Odell Beckham Jr., Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and now Puka Nakua. That's Puka Nakua is in the name with like two guys right now. Forget about Odell. He's you know, he was good only because uh, and I'm I hate still him a goat, man. Still a goat, man. <laughs> still a goat. Fuck that, man. Eli, brother. Eli, man. He this Eli too much. Uh, hey, hey, oh, oh, I'm just saying some of them no. catches. Some of them catches weren't great throws, man. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I get it. I get it. But I, I just keep telling myself that. All right, Eli has the two rings. Uh, <laughs> But Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase in that same list with Puka Nakua, man, come on, man. I don't think if when the season started, if you were telling me Puka Nakua was going to be in the list with those two cats, I, I you know, I, I, I would have said, I don't know, man. I think we're. I couldn't, I couldn't have told you that, man. I like to, blood, I, I do like to pat myself on the back. I've been a big Puka fan since he was yeah, at you BYU. Have. I do, but I could, I don't think anybody could have, man. There ain't no way. I mean, unless you're Nostradamus or something, there ain't yep. no way you could have foreseen Puka Nakua doing what he's doing, breaking records, man. Uh, I love this guy. I love this guy. What hey. happened to Zach Evans in this game, man? I don't know, man. He was was he supposed to be the the lead uh, back on this on this yeah. thing right here? Man, he was projected almost twelve fantasy points. Yeah, he was sitting there. There was a lot of people asking questions, and we're all like, "Hey, man, would you play Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, or Zach Evans?" And we're all like, "Hey, let's take a flyer on Zach Evans at this point. Why not? I mean, you're not getting much out of those other two guys. They actually both had decent games, both getting a touchdown. But Zach Bro, Evans, I don't even know if he suited up in my fantasy league. I had a guy that had all four Vikings running back: Royce Freeman, Daryl Henderson. Uh, Zach Evans, and I forget who the other one was, but he had he actually traded for Zach Evans. All four Rams, all four Rams running backs. Yep, all three. I'm sorry, all, all four Rams running back. Yeah, all, all four, all three. Uh, yeah, but he had all three Rams running back, and he was oh. deciding. And now, but he ended up starting Henderson. And believe it or not, at the end when he got picked up at the end of the oh. week. Oh man, he took a gamble. I mean, he took a gamble, that, man. That, that, I think he lost two though. I think he lost the week though. Anyway, but it was like it wasn't it wasn't enough. I think any running back that you're playing in the Rams offense going forward, even Kyron Williams, when he gets healthy, man, I think yeah. any Rams running back you're playing going forward in fantasy, you are gambling with. You better have some real problems or bye weeks or whatever, but I think you are going to be on a gamble. They might give you a big week, but I think more times than not, they're going to give you one of those three, four pointers. No, yeah, no, I, I am with you. Uh, but yeah, look, it's, it's, it's one of those things, man. And, and let's touch this game pretty briefly because, you know, it was, it was one of those things. Uh, 60 to 13, man, your bucks. I don't want to you know, rub. Yeah, no, you're good, man. You're good. Yeah, I you know, to you're right. This is such a fuck up game uh, that it should have been a win without hesitation here. All right. Uh, you know, 
Baker hasn't looked, they looked a little bit like the old Baker in the last couple games. Um, but, you know, I think the big main issue here is they're having a hard time rushing this football. And when they can't rush the football, they, they have a hard time scoring as well. I guess teams that have, you know, middle of the road kind of defense, which that's what the Atlanta Falcons are in my book. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, man. This is the division. This is a game that was played for first place in the NFC mm-hmm. South at this point. There's a lot of football left. But Baker, Baker didn't play terrible. He had a bad pick. No. He had a bad pick there at the end, but still threw for 275 and another touchdown. Yep. Mike Evans comes back, said, look healthy, uh, six receptions, 82 yards. You know, Bijan didn't even play in this game. No, that's this, what upsets me. Yeah, we you talk about running the football, man. You have to be able to run the football at the NFL level to be able to su- sustain drives, mm-hmm. keep your defense fresh. You know, we're doing a lot of these three and outs. We do. We also shoot ourselves in the foot a lot, man. You'll get a drive down in the red zone, and the first thing, first and 10 inside the red zone is a false start, back five, or a holding penalty. And now you're playing behind the sticks. You wind up having to settle for a field goal. You play, you know, you're trading field goals for touchdowns against teams. I know this wasn't one of those games, but a lot of times you're taking those field goals right there in those spots. You should be getting seven points. It's going to wind up coming back to bite you. And, you know, that's the Bucs are a solid football team. They're not a great football team. They've already heavily outperformed my expectations for this year. This is a game I feel like we should have won, and it might yep. be one we look back at the end of the year and see this is what one that slipped away from us. But you got to give credit to the Falcons. I hate the fucking Falcons, but yeah, you got to give too. credit to them. They um, play ugly, bro. It's an ugly, ugly offense, right? I mean, Terry Algier and Coldwell Patterson made an appearance, and they both picked up the slack for Bijan not being there. That's how that's how many good running backs they have in that freaking team, all right? When fucking Cordell Patterson hasn't made an appearance all year long and then comes into the game and averages like five point something yards per carry. You know what I mean, dude? It's, it's I what he does. Cordell, yeah, too, Cordell, he's, a, he's a ball legend, man. Uh, he I, is. Love, I love Cordell Patterson. And uh, I think it just he just found his position in the NFL way too late in his career. I know, man. I know. And look, he's had he had some good seasons. He he got a contract out of that, you know, yeah. a couple of seasons ago. So shout out to him, man. I mean, uh, this he guy has the switchblade, nine, brother. He's a switchblade. He has nine kickoff returns for touchdowns, man. Mm-hmm. This guy, and he's a monster dude. He's, I mean, this is, is a big guy. And uh, I love Cordero Patterson. But it was good to see them pick up the slack because that last minute scratch from by Bijan. Uh, put us a lot, a lot of us in a bad spot from a fantasy standpoint. We got point three points out of me. Have one carry for three yards and yep, three minutes to go in the game. So that was that was pretty rough, man. That was pretty rough. I mean, talk about a rough performance here when it came to the betting side because I know wow. none of us called the over on this game. I, I took right. the Colts. I didn't call the over. I didn't touch the total. I took the Colts in the three and a half. <laughs> yeah, wait, but you did. You did. I mean, you took the Colts, and and you, they did. They covered. You know what I'm saying? Because there was like a plus three and a half, right? Yeah, barely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, what, we what an insane game, bro. I mean, uh, first and foremost, again, we could all agree that uh, Mr. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a complete douchebag. All right, this guy is going to take off more and more games every single time. His coach is trying to cover for him by saying that I decided to make the decision. I don't care, man. This guy, if he wasn't going to play 100%, why have him in there? Right? What's the point? They've got a bad spot, man. They, they are, man. They got way so too much money. They, they the are Browns so on Browns. This is why this team can't win a championship. Nope. They've got a lot of the pieces in place, man. And and they keep blowing money on stupid shit. <laughs> and once again, they got a they got a quarterback problem again, man. Yep. Dude, they are wasting one of the best defenses. Yeah. All right. That's probably <laughs> graced a damn gridiron in <laughs> Cleveland or any other team right now. Miles Garrett is that effing dude. and He's been that dude now for like four or five years. And right now, the twilight of his career, I mean, where he's like the highlight of his career, where he's killing it up there with TJ Watts. He's as good as anybody up there with Bosa. It doesn't matter. This dude is a beast. The running game without freaking 
uh, Chubb, who gets hurt, still is very, very, very impressive, right? They got a uh, Amari Cooper. Dude, you not you don't have many years left of Amari Cooper, who is a hell of But you can see how bad the offense with Dallas is struggling without him. So this is such yeah. a team that they're stuck now, and they're going to be mediocre because, yes, that defense is going to carry them in games. And that division, that's just the way, that, that's what they do in the AFC North. But yeah. it's a shame. They're so stuck with Deshaun Watson, it's not even funny. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I couldn't believe that the Colts, Gardner Minshew had a good game. He had a really yeah. good game. I was, I was on his over, over on his passing yard, but it was only like 195 or something. I think he damn near it was crazy. It. What do you have, 305? Yeah, yeah three, dude, back to back. They, the NFL, the referees stole this football game yeah. from the Indianapolis Colts, man. I know that everybody wants to talk about the pass interference and all that stuff, which was totally an uncatchable ball. The cameraman behind him had a way better chance to catch that ball than, uh, was it Omari Cooper they were throwing to? Yes. But anyway, the play right before that, where the Colts sacked, fumbled, and got the fumble recovery, and they called illegal contact down the field where Omari Cooper and I can't remember the DB was, were battling back and forth. That was not illegal contact, man. No, no. I mean, the refs did that all day long at different games. I mean, this is like they, they, they've been making themselves way too much of the spotlight and not letting these players win the games, all right? So it's, it's not, not a good thing for the NFL and, and definitely needs to be visited and, and checked out because it's bullshit. It's really, it's really messing up the quality of the game. Somebody needs to have a referee meeting and tell these yep. guys, the white hats, all these cats, that ain't a single soul in this entire stadium or watching at home mm-hmm. that paid to see you, man. Absolutely. We're, we're supposed to know that you ain't even there. That what, that's what makes a great referee is yep. if I do not even know you're on the field, man. You're just doing mm-hmm. your job and policing the situation and handling what you're supposed to do. I'm not even supposed to know you're there, man. I shouldn't know your name by the end of the nope. game. I couldn't see nope. you that many times. Let the boys play. There's too many too many referees that their names are being, uh, you know, voiced yeah. out and, and being public now. They're trying to games. be celebrities, like, man. Exactly. I mean, when you have uh, Red Zone, what's his name? I forget the guy that does Red Zone. Like saying the ref's name, bro. That's that's a problem. When he when he knows the ref's yeah. name, that that's a problem. We don't need to know that, man. That's actually nope. that actually nope. is a problem. That's the NFL doing that, man. By promoting yep. those guys, putting their names out there, that should be faceless people, man. Yep. We we don't yep. need to know who you are. Don't need to know your name. Mm-hmm. That's how you wind up getting death threats and stuff, man. They're announcing your name, or they know where to find you. We shouldn't even be announcing these men's names. That's just true, let them man. Get you're not do their job. You're not famous, bro. You don't have security like the players. So no. might, might as well no. just stay 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 under the weeds, man. Yeah. No, you, you don't. Know, you, you don't need that, man. You know who didn't stay under the weeds? Jonathan Taylor, man. Hmm. Comeback hmm. game, 75 on the ground. Hey, another yeah. another week that he almost gets 50 pass, I mean, receiving yards, right? I like, I like this balance. I like the fact that they mixed it up, gave both guys the same amount of carries. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. Zach Moss is that damn good. He proved it while Taylor was gone. I think you have a – you could use both of these guys 50-50 snaps, man, and whoever takes off is going to take off. It's, it's You know how difficult it's going to be to, like, you know, Guard this, and and and, and I, like you said, Minshew, man, Minshew mania. He he is serviceable enough to do, you know, hit the play action and do what he did again. You know, he's going to throw some picks, but guess what? And he's also got to throw for three hundred yards with only twenty three attempts. And he even had two touchdowns on the ground, man. The Gardner yeah, yeah. gets the job done. He had a great game, man. He, he deserved did. to win this game. They they, they stole this game from. We done. Did. We talked about all that, but yeah, great game he did. by them. And uh, it might be too late, but if you can in some of your leagues. You better be trying to get Jonathan Taylor on the cheap while you still can. Yeah. Man. He, he about to he about to be back and he about to be the old JT as long as he stays healthy. And I think he is, man. And he looks yep. more getting more incorporated in this offense. Zach Moss is going to take some carries from him, but you're going to see it's going to go more Ooh. 60, 40, 65, 35 Jonathan Taylor's way yep. in the coming weeks. Yep. And think about this. Josh Downs, back to back great weeks. Yeah. Pittman. Again, you know, even Alec Pierce is getting it. You, you notice that they're they're hitting these guys. They're not just like dink and dunking the f- damn football here with uh with Gardner Minshew, man. They're they're slinging it. So they are 
they are slinging it. Pittman, he, he got he bailed us out with that deep touchdown, but yep. he was having a rough game before that. Only yep. five targets right there. But hey, like I said, you got two running backs with 18 carries apiece, man. Mm-hmm. It's hard. You, you didn't throw it all that much. But, yeah, that was a good balanced offense by the yep. Colts, and they like deserve that. to win the game, man. They do. Absolutely. I, I, I'm with you 100%. Now, man, let's let's go to the matchup, the marquee matchup of the week, which, by the way, I think you and I both pick the following team to win. Well, I think everybody else was saying that they were they were high on the on the Miami Dolphins, bro. And I think you and I say I think we we both like the Eagles because they represent a similar matchup to the Bills that beat Miami convincingly earlier in the season. And that's exactly what happened. Yes, sir, man. We were we were on this thing, man. I actually told I texted in our group chat with uh. Mm-hmm. Eric and Chris and Will and Heavy Steps, all of them. I said, "Hey, Eagles!" Right before the game kicked off, I said, "Eagles by ten plus, man." And uh, I texted my buddy Buku and told him, "Eagles by ten plus." He put it in. Eagles minus nine. They got it like plus two sixty five or something. Yeah. yeah, they look like the better football team. And this uh, only only ten of these points were scored by the Miami offense. Mm-hmm. That other was a pick six right there. I thought they were going to screw us right there when he threw that pick six. But they bounced back and went and got the job done. I, you know, the Dolphins. I, I'm I'm fading them in big games, man. I haven't seen them step up in a big spot against a really good team just yet, especially a smash mouth team yep. with a good defense. I haven't seen, I know speed kills and all that stuff, but when mm-hmm. they run up against one of these buzzsaw defenses, man, and that, that Buffalo defense they played was a lot better defense back then than it is now. When you had Trude- yes, uh, Jadavious White and mm-hmm. uh, Matt Milano out there, that's a lot better defense. So when they run up against a big time defense, they got smacked in the mouth and held in check. And I'm going to start fighting these guys in big games. So they can prove to me otherwise. Listen, they, when you get physical with Miami, that's what happens, all right? Yeah. When you get physical with Miami, you run the football, right? You stop the bread and butter. That's what happens. I mean, right now, let me see my, how many sacks. Miami was sacked, was a lot, uh, was sacked four times, all right? When you get to Tua like that, and then, of course, you know, Darius Slay had a pick, and these guys are secondary, just like Buffalo were, are physical, and they were physical with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, let Tyreek Hill get 20 reception as long as you keep him with their 100 yards. It was yeah. pretty much you did not let Tyreek beat you at any time because you were putting your damn hands on him. And same thing with Waddle. Waddle should have never come back to the game. Put it that way. Give him credit because he got yeah, you know, tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah, man. tough guy, man. But that's how you beat Miami by putting these motherfuckers on the ground, dude. And that's why that you know you got you got to stop speed. And usually speed gets stopped by somebody getting cross line or something like that. You know what I mean, dude? Absolutely. Well, and this has been the most balanced offense in the NFL. Yes. I mean, one of the most balanced offense in NFL history. Only the second team to score 15 mm-hmm. rushing touchdowns, 15 mm-hmm. uh, passing touchdowns in the first six games. Yep. Uh, they just got shut down, man. They couldn't run the football. The Eagles really established oh. the line of scrimmage early on, smacked them in the mouth, and they couldn't run the football. It took M- Mostert forever to get out of negative fantasy yep. points there for a little bit. Yep. And when you take the running game away from this team and you got to force Tua to throw it, you get some pressure on him right there. I mean, it's hard. I don't care how fast your wide receivers are. You know, you only got to cover yep. him for just a second if you're getting the pressure on him like they were. Um, this is going to be a problem for the Dolphins. They're going to have to figure out some ways to get some guys involved quicker. I mean, they're going to have to use some of the, more of that RPO stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of those running backs uh, moving out of the backfield. It'll help when they get A-Chan back. Yep. He's still going to be out a couple more weeks. But uh, right now, man, the, the way to beat the Dolphins, stop them running the football and make two of beat you throwing the ball. Hey, Dallas Goddard, brother. Another good game. I mean, he's, he's starting to pick it up. That's another one. Tight end weekend, man. Another Tight end weekend, baby. <laughs> I know. That's you know, what AJ, we said. After AJ Brown is, yeah, oh, AJ Brown is in another, another different pace right now, dude. Monster, that, That's bro. insane. Monster. I mean, and, you know, and we, we talked about how it might be hurting this offense. It didn't look like yeah. this week. They look No, not this week. week you know what? I, it's because, you know, hey, listen, now, what's his name? Uh, Goddard had himself 70, had another touchdown in the red zone and then 77 yards. It's kind of like what you look for yeah. Devontae Smith, so. 
yeah, but AJ he, right now is right? complaining about his performance. He has 10 receptions and 137 yards in this game, seven receptions, 131 in another game, six receptions, 127, nine for 175, nine for 131. Man, he is just on another receiving yard tear right now. It's not even funny. 15 targets on Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, they, they heard him loud and clear when he went to, you know, the Titans still, every every time they see him do this, they got to just yeah. be rolling over, man, because that's the guy they no. need in that offense right there. That helps. It makes your quarterback better if you got a guy like A.J. Brown out there. But, yeah, Goddard had a big game. Devontae Smith still caught some balls. I want to see him get more involved. I thought he was going to even tell you the other night he didn't, but I don't know how we didn't bet Goddard first touchdown score after we heard all that shit about tight end day on yep, Kelsey. Yep. <laughs> You know, what's crazy is that, you know, it's funny. He was, he was that good also in Tennessee. And he, he was the reason why, what's his name was, was, was playing decent yeah. also, but he could have never get these numbers in Tennessee, man. Cause you know, no. you can't, you can't compare him to, uh, no, you know, what's him. Yeah. What do you think bum. of Monday night, man? Monday night was rough, bro. For the, what's the 49ers all of a sudden, man, are looking was, really, really uh, mediocre here, man. And, uh, I was impressed by, by, uh, by whatchamacallit by by the Vikings, but what I am was not impressed and I was disappointed is that they never got to the quarterback. San Francisco did not get to freaking Kirk Cousin, which is what is up with that? That is a thing that doesn't happen. Man, this was a I, I was I was heavy on the bikes last night actually. It felt like a weird line. Okay. The line kept creeping down. I took uh took bikes plus three and a half first half, bikes nice. plus seven for the game and then I sprinkled a little bit on the money line too at plus two sixty five I think it was. But, yeah, it just felt like a weird game, man. It felt like a spot where you had all these questions with injuries coming into the game. You knew um, – yeah, big lineman. I'm forgetting his name right now. You knew he was going to be out. Okay. Uh, Trent, yep, yep, yep. Trent Williamson? That's right. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Trent Williamson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, the one that yeah, he got hurt in the previous game and he came back into the game. But, well, yeah, they uh, I guess you the Browns. You knew he was out. You knew Debo was going to be out. You, had, you mm-hmm. thought McCaffrey was going to play. It was looking like he was going to play, and he played and played well. Got his got his record, man. Credit to him. 16 straight Shut games. Shut up, man. Touchdown. Only got to do that, yeah. But, you know, as a whole, the 49ers just didn't look great. Brock Purdy had him a tough game. Everybody wants to call for his head. It's not time just yet, man. He was. They were in that game. He drove them right down the field and gave him a chance to win that game in Cleveland. But last night, he throws a couple picks. Had a tough game. Yes. That's part of it, man. Everybody has tough games. He was on the road in a tough environment, playing his quarterback. That I think the narrative with Kirk Cousins, we always talk about primetime Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins is a bum. I think I've seen him play two teams. Now, I know they, they weren't really in that Philly game. They came back to make it look good at the end. But he still had a decent game. And this is two primetime games against two of the teams that I think are the better ones in the NFL now where he's played really, really well. So we might hey, have to I, lose that narrative. I think so, too. I think, you know, he's – and look, no J.J. in the team. But, hey, I've been high on Addison all year long. I, I actually drafted him, and, I'm, and I got him spread on a few teams. And Addison yep. is a real deal, man. He has six touchdowns in the season, and, and four of those have come – with uh, Jefferson, or three of them have come with Jefferson. The other three have come out without Jefferson. We could know what he could do. And man, that one, that one interception, practically that he saved, and was a touchdown. That you know, that shows you how great hands this kid has, and how strong he is as well. Rip it out Bro. from the you know from the from the corner, and then just yeah. taking off. That but, was so uh, yeah, great. But the, the, I'm sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you right there. But the, the, no, you're thing, you're the play you're talking about, where he took the touchdown, you know, it's so crazy. Right before that, about the third play of the game, Kirk Cousins threw one to him. And Ward right there yanked it from him for the pick. Yep. And so that was almost carbon copies of that play later. And Addison yep. got him on the second one for the big touchdown right before halftime. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. That guy is a player. This is a good football team. These are two teams. We, you know, we talked about the Rams a little bit earlier. They're both sitting at three yep. and four now. And it's so much so funny how things change in the, you know, the months of the NFL season. Yep. We were high on the Rams about a month ago. Everybody down on the Vikings. And now the Vikings have won three out of four. 
one against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a team that may be kind of finding its way. Cam Akers got to give a shout out to him. Alexander Mattis had a good game, but Cam Akers mm-hmm. is kind of looking like he might wind up getting the lion's share of the carries down the stretch in this thing, kind of finding a spot in this offense where he looks good, looked good carrying the football last night, looked healthy. That's the biggest thing for him. But yeah, this Vikings team is a team trending in the right direction. And you see the, you know, I know the Lions were kind of run away with that division, but now we see them lose at Baltimore. The Vikings get this win. Hey, that, that, that division's tightened up. The Vikings ain't out of it just yet, man. You know, it's funny because I'm one of those guys that probably going to end up with egg on my face because I, I I stuck a fork in them like, you know, last week. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, they're two and four, man. Right. I don't care if they beat the other team. They, it, it, without JJ and then you know, hopefully they're going to start looking to trade, uh, minute, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins or whatever. With the, you know, he's really high valued right now. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna be one of those, and I'm gonna probably gotta take back. But um, and they have a really soft schedule the remaining of the way or the next that's what six I'm, that's games. What I'm saying they've uh, yeah, they've so, weathered this one. They've got through the the biggest part. You know, having to play Philadelphia and San Francisco in prime mm-hmm. time games early on in the first half of this thing. You know, I think if you'd have told them that you're gonna have to play one of those without Justin Jefferson and you're gonna get out of it one on one in those two games, I think they'd have been okay with that. They'd have took that. You know, and it's a shame. I thought Brandon Ayuk was going to have a much bigger impact in this game, and he didn't. Uh, you know, that's that, that's a, a detriment. You. Yep. I mean, he, he should have been. He should have had a field day. He should have had a field day out yeah. there, uh, just you know, beating everybody because you know the Vikings don't have a great defense. They don't have a great secondary. That's been their problem all year long. They've been playing a lot of close games that they lost. But um, yeah, I mean, shoot, man. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those things that you you got to go through in the season. And then they'll just, you know, the 49ers are still that damn good. Um, but like you said, I, I think it got into their heads a little bit. People like us, especially me, who crowned them to be the best team in the NFL two weeks ago, and then they lose two straight games. That's, that's just, I guess, the way it happens. And, yeah, it's just the NFL, man. They got a lot of it guys is. banged up, too. I don't see any team in the NFL this year winning 15 games. That means somebody. That means you got to lose at least three of them. And, yep. you know, I think the 49ers are going to be just fine. They've got, like I said, a lot of guys banged up. They're going to get healthy. Um, Greenlaw's even been banged up. He played last night, mm-hmm. played well, but still been banged up. Fred Warner got banged up a little bit last night, but he's fine. They're going to be okay. They're going to get everybody back, and they'll be rolling just fine. But I don't think anybody in the NFL can. You, you think any team in the NFL is going to win fifteen games this year? Go fifteen and two? No, I don't think so. Look, I, I know Kansas City six and one right now, and so is the Eagles. But the Eagles are going to end up facing. You know, uh, they got to play San Francisco one this year as well. You know, they got to they got to they got to face Dallas again, and they got to play them better. There's there's more teams. It, it's not going. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think so. I think there's going to be, you got to have a lot of three loss. Maybe I might be surprised. I mean, maybe one three loss team, right? You know, it's, hey, it's, you, you heard it here first, man. I think the Eagles might lose at the commanders next week. I mean, look, I, based on their previous game, fucking commanders I'm played just, them really, really good. And it was, and they almost won the game. If I'm, if I'm getting uh close to, if it stays, that line stays, I'm going to, I'm going to take it for sure. If it starts creeping down, cause I'm going to know something's yeah. up then. But that's I'm true. thinking about taking the commanders in the six and a half points right there because I think that's going to be a close game. And it wouldn't, I might sprinkle a little bit on that commander's money line. Oh, man, shit. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Well, yeah. uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be, we'll I, I won't fade you, bro, but I'll follow you. I'll follow Just you tune into Wake and Rake to find out. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, hey, that's the day that you stamp it. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's, it's right before, uh, it's usually, well, the time we're done is about 30, 40 minutes before the injury reports come out. So that's when you, uh, bam, that's when you send your tweet yeah. out. Yep, that's when my mind's made up, man. I usually get it posted about eleven forty-five, man. So yep. yeah, that's when I'll be ready to go. That's when you'll know. And you know what, man? I forgot to hit this earlier, but um, with that being said, I mean, I don't think I have to tell you who the losers of the week are, right? But well, we gotta mm, we gotta show so. up next. Wait a minute. 
the who, the her. Losers of the week, my friend, absolutely have to be the Detroit Lions. Okay? Ooh, you okay. just don't come in into somebody's... It was just a complete ass whooping, dude. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. Every category. I mean, they got beat on everything. First downs, uh, rushing yards, passing yards. It, it was just bad. Sacks allowed. Every single red zone opportunities. It was just such an annihilation uh, for, the, uh, for the Ravens, man. And again... What was back to back week? Wasn't uh, Goff like, you know, quarterback one in the league, top rated passer or something like that? I mean, this kid was over 300 yards, multiple touchdowns, three, four touchdowns, even ran one in one week. He was like the man in the last couple of weeks and he was just reduced to nothing. Couldn't get it. Yeah, we, we talk about uh, all this media talking about how great all these other guys are and how the team's hearing it. Well, this other team that you're going to play hears it all that time too. So they're sitting there. They want to kind of bring you down off your pedestal a little bit. And I think the Ravens were ready to play in this thing. They had a great game plan. Really made Jared Goff uncomfortable early. I was glad to see Jameer Gibbs get more involved in this thing. Please keep doing that for us, those of us that have him in the fantasy world out there. But I like that guy, and I think they get him more involved, make that offense better. But this is, the line's going to be okay. They're still a good football team. Yeah. And they just ran into a buzzsaw against a team that it was equally as good, if not better, and uh, played well. Played a great game at home and just, you know, they'll be all right. Cut the tape, move on. It, it was time. Jameer Gibbs had his best game as a rookie 68 rushing yards and 11 carries, a touchdown, that was six over six yards per carry. And then, of course, I think he could do this over and over again. Nine receptions, 58 yards. We both said he's kind of like Camara, kind of like an Alvin Camara, probably even faster. So that's what happened. I, I think they're going to be okay. Um, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. I think they're going to be just, just fine. And you want to know what something before we move on to the power rankings before we end the show. So one of the parlays I hit, right? I decided to hit, you know, we, you know, I, I use bet us and, um, I decided to go in and use one of their exotics. I don't like you pick. I like making my own shit. I don't like picking exotics or specials, but they had an exotic parlay that it was picking the leader of that particular, or the one o'clock games. So I picked Amon St. Brown to be the leader, the receiving wide, the leading, uh, wide receiver. In yards for the one right. o'clock games. And then when I saw the beginning of the game, I'm like, oh, fuck. With 102 yards, he led every receiver in the one o'clock games. And then oh. I parlayed it. Yes. And I parlayed it with Barkley being the leading rusher. Wow. As well. And both, because they were both like, you know, the two, not the first choice, they were the second choice. And that's what got me. Yeah, dude, it was like freaking, you know, like 2,000 plus 2,000 odds. That's, like that. that's a 20 to 1 winner right there, yeah, man. It was, Holy it was, man. Yeah. I didn't put a lot, of, I didn't put a lot of money on it. I uh, put like, you know, 20 bucks you on it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, dude, I, I, I a lot to win a bunch on them, dude. And I told you when I did that, not only that put me way whole this week, but then it chipped into that last week, put me whole from I last. You know what I'm saying, dude? So I was like, yo, I it was one it, of those bro. things that. Hey, that's that's good, clean living, my man. Man, so I was like, I was, and I was like this. I'm like, damn it, man. I, but the way that the Lions were were playing, I'm like, oh fuck, this shit's over, man. I mean, I'm a, he got a lot of those garbage yards, but guess what? When I was looking at him, I'm like, holy crap. He, he, yeah, that's he the thing. This. When the team goes yeah. down, they go down early. You know, they got to throw yeah. the football to try to get back in that thing. You you'd like to have the number one receiver right there. Right? I know. <laughs> I know. I, I wish Jared Goff would have done better because I started him in one of my leagues and he completely shit the bed. I mean, it's like, yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. He did. That's all right. He he's still he's still a ball player, man. He'll be all right. They nah, he line is, fans man. don't don't hit the panic button just yet, man. You're gonna be all right. Absolutely. All right, and and uh, let's close it out with, of course, man. My power rankings. Let's go ahead and toggle uh, power rankings this week, my friend. Uh, this is what I got, and of course, I got the Eagles on my number one team. They they skyrocketed three positions. Got the Chiefs number two. Yeah, the Chiefs beat. You know, I think the Eagles have played. You know, by beating the Miami 
uh, Miami Dolphins uh, shutting everybody down, right? You know what I'm saying? Telling yep. them, hey, guys, let's slow the roll on this team. We, we, we could beat them, all right? They're a great offensive, shining little toy, but they cannot play with the big boys. They're 0-2 right now against big competition. They get my number one pick. Chiefs are number two, all right? Solid game. Yeah. Got the Ravens number three, man. That's a big win. I mean, when you slap win. a five and one team with everybody's starting to crowd them, I say, hey, what about the the, the, the Lions, right? There was yeah. a lot of talks of the Lions. Well, the Lions are five and one, just yeah. like the Niners, you know, just like the Eagles, yeah. just like the Chiefs. We're, what's up? They they could be in the mix, right? Well, they, they brought that well, team down to reality. So they, yeah, they get yeah. my respect. The Jags have won what, like four in a row now? I mean, it's like three in a row. I mean, yeah. they're on fire, bro. You know, so they, 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 they look get, good, man. They look good. You know, my 49ers slide down four positions to uh, number five. Miami to number six. Keep the Lions there at number seven. Listen, the Steelers break in at number eight because they are in first place, if I'm not mistaken, right, in that division. Um, Dallas had a bye week. I'm going to leave them kind of at nine. And look, I got I to gotta give the Browns a little a little love, man. As yeah. much as I don't like Deshaun Watson, they get to crack it in over the Seahawks in my book. You know what I mean? They played... Without Deshaun Watson winning two games in a row, beating the 49ers, and then coming over here and playing a Colts team that was playing like a man possessed, all right, from every angle. I mean, they're running the football, passing the football, and you're doing it out there with P.J. Walker not throwing a touchdown in 182 yards. In back-to-back weeks, he had the same stat line practically back-to-back weeks. Yeah. You deserve to break the top 10 power rankings in my book. I don't know. That's, that's Yeah, I'm, uh, with, I'm with you. It could be 10A and 10B right there with the Browns exactly, and the Seahawks. Exactly. At that point. You know, a lot, a lot of football left here. You know, yep, another, team exactly. about, the, another, another team that we're forgetting about that's kind of righted the shit that was on a bye last week, that's Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. You know, Joey Buckets is still, uh, if he's if he's all the way healthy now, if he's past that calf thing, you know, we got to monitor that. I think we got to yep. monitor that all season long. But, but I think he's as healthy. He looked as healthy as he had been in a while that last game they played down in Arizona. So I think he's going to be all right. So they got to be in that mix. But, yeah, I think the rest yep. of that list, man, I agree with. I like what I'm seeing out of the Steelers. Big game this week. The Jaguars yes. travel to the Steelers. So, you know, they got the win against New Orleans. New Orleans got to learn how to put the ball in when they get in the red zone. Yes, sir. But let me yeah, tell you I, I, I'm anxious to see that Jaguars game, uh, Steelers game. Though. Me too. That's, that's a huge test for the Jaguars from a, uh, yeah. a standpoint. They're they're playing a top five defense. Um, look, look what the Steelers did. I mean, look, uh, the Rams got a good team, bro. I mean, yeah. you know it's hard you you got cooper cup and puka man i mean well, a lot of lining weapons. up a lot, a lot of weapons a lot of weapons and they 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 listen it's like the good old let michael jordan beat you and not the rest of the team so they let one yeah. one or one of their main studs get off but not the other guy and we'll see we'll see with the jags i i i do i i got to see i haven't even looked at the lines yet but that's going to be a game that you might i think people are going to be going going the other way on this one you know what i mean um it, I think this. I think this could be a spot for a letdown for the Jags, man. You got yes. to see this team is playing really well. Um, two great head coaches in this game with yes. Doug Peterson and Mike Tomlin. It's going to be you know a chess match all the way throughout that one. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of points in this thing. You're not going to be a whole lot of points in any Steelers game. Um, so I, I don't know. This is a big test for the Jaguars. You're right, but they've won four in a row now, looking mm-hmm. real good, uh, feeling good. But now you got to go on the road to a Pittsburgh team that's also hyped. Had to go out to the West Coast. Got a big win out there. You know, they come back home. They're going to be ready to go, rock and rolling. I think this could be a fun game to watch, but I think I like the Steelers in this thing, man. Yep. No, I, I, I right now, I am liking the Steelers. Uh, it's just, you know, man, you know, when, when the season gets over and over later on, you know, we're going to start sort of reacting so much to just yeah. every single game when a lot of games are meaningful. And one of the, I think one of the segments that we're going to hit is definitely breaking down that AFC North. Cause yeah, you got you got to man. The really really every, strong division up there. It is. 
I, you might we might get three and we and I did a show earlier breaking it down with like Jim who's a big Steelers fan and some other guy named Garrett who's a uh, who's a Jags fan and I think we said we may have three playoff teams coming out of this division. You could, yeah, absolutely, absolutely could. Much like yeah. the NFC East last year, you know. Yep. I mean, you could definitely see three teams it's coming out of that like division that right, right now. Especially since some of the other AFC teams that we expected mm-hmm. to be so much better have kind of fallen off the wagon here and don't look as strong as we expect them to be coming into the season. So, yeah, that's that's probably the best division in football, in my opinion. I know it's definitely the uh, hardest hitting division. In oh football. yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's a division, right? Like you know, if you if you if you uh, make the analogy that its division is a neighborhood. That's the fucking neighborhood you don't want to walk through because you live a block away where you got beef with some guys and you got to walk through there, you know what I'm saying, to get to your house. You don't want to walk through there at night, man, because you got to get your ass kicked really quick before you get home. So You're right, man. I feel like I'm in a time machine every time I turn on an AFC uh, North game where they're playing each other. It's like watching old school 1970s football or something, man. That's true, man. That is absolutely true. Well, brother, that's all we got for this week, man. Uh, like always, my man, tell everybody where they could find you. All right. Give them a shout out. All right. All right. Man, you can find me on Twitter over at, at Cricket1414. But for the best value in sports handicapping, come check us out over at sportspicks.locals.com. We've got the great Robert Barnes giving out his official picks. He's been crushed it the last few weeks in, in football, folks. Come over there and check him out. 7-0 on his 5% plays. You probably get a big 5% play for the World Series. So come check us out for the best value in sports handicapping sportspicks.locals.com where we turn the odds in your favor and uh the nba starts tonight man so um Ooh, another yeah, another betting another betting streams for us degenerates man gotta love that you know i try to i, I can't decide if i want to leave the nba alone altogether before christmas or if no, I, I, i've yeah, had some years too. where i did real well but i've had some years where i've got my head kicked in so i think i need too. there's too much football going on man it's hard yeah. for me to focus on that and put the time and research in i need to to actually give a knowledgeable guess at who's going to win those things you know <laughs> it's def- definitely after christmas absolutely or after the playoffs you know what i mean you still got three months yeah. after that to go ham on them yeah, yeah all right all right everybody this is your boy e-man from the average Joe sports talk podcast and of course with cricket we will see you next week right Crick? yes sir next tuesday your boy so, e-man see you next my bad i forgot see you next tuesday <laughs> there we go hey i don't want you to get in trouble okay my man <laughs> all right my guy your boy e-man signing out peace Yo!